Welcome to the biggest problem in the universe. I'm Maddox with me, Stick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, people. All right, Dick. Right Ooh. out the gates. All right. You're Let's, full uh, of fire today. Oh, you bet. I wonder why that is. Yeah, uh, it's no no particular reason, but let's get to uh, the votes from last week. Okay. Shall we? Uh, well-intentioned idiots. The number one problem from last week, Dick, mm. it cleaned house. Yeah. Followed by the Huffington Post, the number two problem last week. Both my wow. problems, both problems I brought in. Clean sweep. What a hero. What an intellectual hero. <laughs> and then unsolicited advice. That was John Morrison's. Yeah, problem. Uh huh. I'm shocked that that didn't win. Unsolicited advice is so much more annoying than well-intentioned idiots. You know what I think it was? I Come think on. it was my Obamacare tag at the very end oh, of your <laughs> argument that really won people over. You think that's what it was? Yeah, I saw a guy in the comments saying that I ruined it with my libertarian agenda uh-huh. by say by mentioning Obamacare at the end. That, like, oh, come on, man. That should be a space on the square. You know, libertarian the, uh, the big, agenda? Uh, yeah, your, your libertarian agenda. <laughs> uh, so a while back, that guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, called the cops, I don't give a fuck, whatever, yeah. made that bingo scorecard, and then right. some, uh, uh, another fan randomized it and created a, a playable sheet. So uh, I guess we can link to it again this episode. And you can play along at home, play bingo. Uh, biggest problem, bingo. Then was uh, smartphone fact-finding fuckheads. But it was in the negatives. In the negatives. Well, which it makes sense it, because everyone does it. It's, the, it's their addiction. Of course they're not going to vote for it. Do you do, you do that, Dick? No. No, no I don't? don't. I really aggressively try not to look anything up. Really? Not yeah. even like the spelling of words? Yeah. Any knowledge. Okay. I reject it. All right. Uh, Mark, uh, Sean, can you uh, mark the the time uh, that Dick said that for this episode? It'll make oh, it easier stop. <laughs> for a Dick versus Dick. Um, and then was Kid Prison negative six thirteen? Kid Prison, your clever wordplay. Elementary school, on elementary school. Yeah, yeah, kids grades K through twelve. I'm shocked that that got so far in the negatives. Did yeah. Did everyone really like elementary school? Did they think they're doing a good job? Dick, it's an important building block for critical thinking and all knowledge that we get in life. Like we have to have those those uh, those mental processes and the things that we learn in school are important. Critical thinking, yeah, being taught by a bunch of 24 year old chicks straight out of college. That's just teaching <laughs> our kids critical critical thinking is taught by a bunch of people who can't. Can't even band together to get a decent wage. Critical thinking is being taught by people who have to bring their own Kleenexes to classrooms because they can't get a bunch of asshole school board people to buy it for them. That's who's teaching critical thinking. Good luck. Yeah, here's some critical thinking. Here, here's some critical thinking for you, Dick. That's mm-hmm. an uh, ad hominem fallacy. Why don't you look that up? Uh, so nope. yeah, yeah, I should I should have learned it in elementary you school. You should have. Yeah, if you have dipshit teachers, yeah, you might not have a, the best education. But if you get a really good teacher, they teach you critical thinking. That's one of the most important tools I'll, you can have in your life. I'm I'm pissed that I'm pissed that I used that on the live show because yeah. I really want to get into it now. Yeah, yeah, kid. What, That's kid a lot prison? of a lot of kids' time when you're a kid. So much of your time is just wasted doing nothing. Yeah, just um, wasted spinning gears, babysitting you so your parents can work. What? If you if you think. That kids have to be there all day. Like, it's necessary for them to be there all day to learn, like, whatever bullshit, whatever workbook they're slugging through that day. Yeah. If you think that's necessary and not babysitting, I, I don't know what to say. All right, Dick, uh, do you have any examples of, of uh, kids who, say, didn't go to school or, uh, you know, it's dropped not about, out of elementary? It's not about 
like either going or not. I'm just, just saying a tremendous think- amount of time is wasted of these kids' lives. Okay. And it's not something to be proud of. Well, maybe you can bring it in as a differently named problem, Dick, uh, and not I'll bring the, it in as uh, elementary school next time. Elementary okay. Bring <laughs> it in as elementary prison. school. Yeah, because kid prison was uh, some fancy, uh, fancy wordplay, Dick. Why are you and, smiling? Uh, well, I had a fan. His name is uh, Greg Simon. He sent in this clip. It's a combination of, uh, well... I'll let you listen. Right. Uh, see, see if you like it. Uh, I don't like it already. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little bit Dick versus Dick, uh, and here is this specific example that he that he found. No, I'm more of a like a pie in the face kind of guy. Yeah. I don't like yeah. a bunch of clever wordplay. All right, yeah. I don't like a bunch of clever yeah. wordplay. Yeah. If I could turn back time. Illegal. Illegal. Nope. <laughs> The No Fun League. No Fun League. Yeah. No NFL. Fun League. I didn't come up with that. No. Yeah, I ripped that off. Why do you phrase it like that? Why do you say aspirate? <laughs> You're fucking phrasing on this. Is insane. Man spreading discontent. That was a good one. Real fancy wordplay there. News casturbation. <laughs> that was a real good one. <laughs> Engineering sexism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. You see, because it's because it's, it's, it's a double thing. Clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what problem couldn't we solve with a little bit of time traveling, Maddox? And that's why you chose this song. Yeah. Oh, Dick, here's, here's something yeah. you can solve with time travel. Indignant co-hosts. Yeah, so anyway, it goes on. Uh, it was a whole bunch of uh, Dick versus Dicks where you said you don't like clever wordplay, yeah. and yet many of your problems are clever wordplay. Including kid prison, Dick. What do you have to say about that? Uh, you know, say one thing, do another. That's what America's all about, man. That's what makes this country great. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> you done with that? Yeah, I'm done. I got, you know, somebody, somebody wrote in about your, your problem of well-intentioned idiots. Do you remember? I can't, I wish I could play the voicemail, but the guy left a five-minute voicemail. Oh, man. So, I, I mean, I don't know what to do. Like, so Send it if, to me, I'll edit it. I'm just going to summarize it. Okay. Star Wars kid. Basically, yeah. that guy got way more shit than this poor that poor fat dancing guy. That's true. <laughs> and nothing happened to him. Where's his fucking Where's dance his party? party? Although there was a petition to have George Lucas put him in one of the Star Wars movies, which <laughs> I, I believe never happened. Okay. So, yeah, he, he got nothing. Okay, here's a voicemail for you. Hey, guys, it's Will from Florida again. Hey, Sorry. Maddox, maybe your problems always get voted down because every single episode... You spend the first ten minutes calling all your fans idiots. <laughs> yeah, maybe and, that's why. Hey, Dick, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, you idiots. Listen, <laughs> um, if you think that being insulted in any way affects the score, or you think that it should, you're mm. a fucking moron. And you should throw yourself off a bridge. Look, if someone calls you an idiot, that doesn't change facts. That doesn't change reality. Mm. Just because you're a moron doesn't mean that something should be a lesser problem than another. And by the way, you're wrong. My problems don't, quote, always get voted down. I believe like seven of the top ten problems right now are mine. Okay. So eat a dick. How about that? And not my co-host. Well, I think all of you guys are beautiful and smart, and you should vote with your <laughs> hearts. Fucking kiss ass. <laughs> Here's another one. Hey, my name is Slowmo. I'm out here in Las Vegas, and this message is for Sean. <laughs> I'm so glad to see another retarded audio engineer get a big gig like this one. I sure wish you could delete my extra chromosome, though. <laughs> Dick, you are white. <laughs> 
I agree with a lot of your opinions. Exactly. You also seem to be retarded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sl- slow mo. What's slow. that guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like his parents. Uh, that was a self fulfilling prophecy with that name. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Maddox, big fan since the beginning. Back in the day, I've okay. always checked biggest per, or, uh, your website <laughs> mm-hmm. for All right. new updates. Just wanted to call and say, Dick. Fuck you and fuck mm. your man. Oh. And then blow your man. Taste oh, his hot man. load. Fuck you. You're an <laughs> asshole. Wow. Fuck his problems. See, if he would have stopped in the middle of that to look up the name of your website, it would have ruined the, the voicemail. Smartphone fact. Uh, or he could have just known it. Everyone knows it. It's. Uh, I got a comment. Wait, wait, wait. I, I do have a man update since he oh, brought up my man. Yeah? Uh, what's your man update? I got a text from him. Let me read it. Um, he says, he says, hey, Dick, I listened to... Oh, I get this out of nowhere after I told that story about Trump syndrome. Yeah, and he doesn't listen to the podcast, does he? He does. Uh, uh, <laughs> he said, I listened to it with the Duchess. He happened to be with her. Okay. He's listening to it. Uh, she told me to tell you that the toilet is fixed. So so he's back. they're back to pooping inside. Good. And And he's back to sleeping in the bed. So what was, uh, just a refresher, what, what happened in well, that story? Well, her yeah. ex went a little nuts. Um, apparently, he also says that the last time... The last thing anyone heard from the the guy who got the Trump syndrome, who uh, who lost the girl, a, a man, the Duke of Weed lost a girl, apparently, okay. and now my man is is shacked up with her. Okay, so this is so your man shacked up with this dude's yeah. ex girlfriend. Yeah. Okay, uh, the guy, the quote from the guy is, "I don't care if I go to prison for the rest of my life." If your man shows up, I'll rip his throat out. So <laughs> Trump Trump syndrome's really got a hold of him, I guess. <laughs> But at uh, least he's back to sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, know. it's quite a quite a grip of <laughs> yeah. chump chump syndrome. Yeah, quite um, a quite a set of pussy grapes on the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> More clever wordplay, <laughs> pie in the face kind of guy. I got a comment on YouTube okay. from Eddie Wood. So we we showed our very last uh, live episode that we shot at the YouTube space. Yeah. That, and a lot of people were actually really uh, upset that we're not going to be having more of those. Um, it was kind of an experiment. We're seeing uh, if that format works, what works and what doesn't about it. You know, I, where I think we fucked up is not giving the story of how that show came to be. Oh, go ahead. Which was that YouTube came to you because yeah. you, you won an award from YouTube this week, right? That's, I did, but it, that's not why they came to me, yeah. Well, but because you're a big YouTube trendsetter. You're like a big shot. Uh, they yeah. didn't come to me. No, no. Yeah. Uh, but- <laughs> you hear that? You hear the inflection on his voice? Who's not allowed on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Who's not allowed on YouTube. Yeah, they, they came to me and they tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, we really like what you're doing here. Uh, you know, That's not like an endorsement of any of my work, obviously. But they said that they like, they like people who put out good quality content on YouTube. Which means getting hits. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because, really? Yeah, of course not. There's a ton no. of channels on there that get millions of views and hundreds of thousands of subscribers. In fact, I know some of my friends at the YouTube space have more subscribers than I do and oh. more views than I do, but it's not about that. It's pe- it, They were really trying to find people who they felt uh, would be able to carry a talk show. Okay. And uh, yours truly was one of them, so... Uh, that's how that came, that show came to be. They they uh, they said, you know, let's do this uh, pilot program, see how this goes, and uh, you know, and they had specific stipulations on what they were looking for, like a fifteen minute, you know, mini talk show. Yeah, pro- yeah about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so yeah, we pared it down and tried to see if uh, we could do a shorter form format. I think that um, some things worked, some things didn't. Uh, but we'll be experimenting more in the future. It's not the last of uh, live shows, and we may be doing uh, live shows on tour at some point. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. 
Yeah, but we, I mean, with the the crit, the, uh, the comment we're getting about the show a lot is people want to see the long form. Version. A lot of people wanted to see the long form, which was surprising which, to me. And the videos surprisingly do have a pretty good retention rate. So uh, eat that, Maddox. Um, and then anyway, I got a comment from that last episode okay. uh, from Ed, Eddie Wood. He said the real biggest problem <laughs> in the universe is black people. Okay. Uh, more of our enlightened fan base out there. And then <laughs> someone wrote back in response to him. Ardip the curse, 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 whatever. Stupid fucking YouTube handles. I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop reading these. They're so stupid. Okay. Anyway, he said uh, blacks don't matter. The problem is Jews. Or uh, uh, more, right. <laughs> more clever retorts. And then Roger Levy says, um, you know, Dick, uh, that last episode, uh, you and John Morrison seemed to really hit it off on the couch. And he said, uh, was Dick flirting with John? Um, I'm always flirting with everyone all the time. Okay, I feel so uncomfortable now. I can't turn it off. Yeah. That's how straight I am. <laughs> I don't think that's straight. No, dude. no, that's the definition. Uh, Hit on everybody just in case, yeah. even men. That's pickup artist 101. You always got to be hitting on everybody. Guy, even if it's a guy, you got to be practice picking up guys to pick up women better. Yeah. That's what pickup artists do, man. Yeah, Dick, uh, I think there's a, another word for that. Or uh, <laughs> Three little words. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you want to do a you want to do a problem? Yeah, let's do it. Dick, uh, I teased this a couple episodes ago, yeah. and I'm finally bringing it in. My biggest problem in the world, in the universe, yeah. or at least the United States, is Utah. Ah, right. Utah, Utah, Utah. The state of Utah. I went back there recently, Dick, uh, to uh, to make a little visit, pit stop, in and out, two nights. Just uh, probably like one night too many. Um, I'd almost forgotten how weird that state really is. And for a lot of people who live outside Utah, which is the majority of people, Utah is a state in the pretty much in the middle of America. But it's not considered the Midwest because for some reason everyone in America thinks the Midwest is east of the middle of the country. So it's just the kind Midwest. Of, yeah, I, I count it at the Rockies. That, that's what you counted, but yeah. most people don't. When I, when, when I say Utah, they don't consider that Midwest. I said, well, so what is it? Is it West? And they're like, no, that's like California and Oregon and Seattle. And I'm like, well, then what the fuck is it? What is it? The Rockies? Uh, it's the Midwest. Yeah. It's got to be. Nobody, you know what, though? You, you say Midwest to a Midwestern person, like somebody from Chicago, which is like more East, and they say, no, no, no Utah's not Midwest. But that's what nobody wants to be the Midwest. That's the problem. Like yeah. they're all kind of, they all want to talk their way out of it. I tell you what, man, I would have happily worn that label of Midwest if I, when I, uh, you know, if I was in Utah, I'd be like, yeah, fucking, I'm part of something, you know, yeah. at least instead of fucking neighbor to Idaho. Anyway, man, um, here's something about Utah, right? Okay. It's a very conservative state. You know that, right? <laughs> I've heard of, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah? Yeah. And according to the Purdue Review, one of the basic tenets of conservatism is this. It is the idea that individuals and not governments have the power and responsibility to drive social and economic progress, that government works best when it is as small, local, and unobtrusive as possible. Sounds like something I would say. Yeah, it does sound like yeah, something you would say. Yeah, okay. So that's a basic tenet of conservatism. Here are things that are illegal or restricted in Utah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Grocery stores are not allowed to sell alcohol. No wine, no liquor. None. Instead of wine, Dick, I, I went to a grocery store and I walked down the aisle and I was looking for, for wine and uh, with a friend of mine um, who's, who's uh, not from Utah. And I said, I said uh, 
you know, I said to, to this friend, I said, listen, uh, they don't sell any wine or alcohol here. And they're like, no, mm-hmm. that's, that's impossible. So we walked down this aisle that looks like there's bottles and bottles and bottles of wine. And uh, we looked at the, the labels and it's all grape juice. They sell grape juice in wine bottles. In it, its own aisle? Yeah. Like a pretend wine yeah. aisle? Like a pretend wine aisle. And it doesn't stop there. They sell <gasps> pretend champagne. It's, it's sparkling cider. Is it, then this is a religious thing. Yeah. Uh, isn't it just as bad to be pretending like you're buying wine? Like, just buy the wine then. No, apparently not. You're allowed to pretend to drink wine and pretend to drink That's champagne. That's not an affront to God. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can fake like it. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. God's okay with fakers. Um, no. So, number two, uh, beer that is sold in Utah must be 3.2% alcohol by volume. That's, oh, man. Yeah. I can't even imagine that. Oh, yeah. I drank a tall boy in, U- in Utah and didn't even feel anything. I felt like I was just drinking water. It's insane. Wine and liquor can only be sold at state-run liquor stores. So apparently that's okay. It's okay mm. if the state sells it, where the alcohol is more heavily taxed than anything else. Oh, yeah, what's another tenet of conservatism? No Low government. taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Except, apparently, when it comes to alcohol. So they have a higher tax rate on their state-owned liquor stores? Isn't yeah. that 100%? Like, they own the liquor. It's, it's 100% tax. We own the liquor. We're selling it to you. I, 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 they still buy the liquor from the manufacturers, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So whatever they, they make, they're just raking in. And then they use that money to pass more legislation for more horseshit drinking laws. Like this one. It's illegal to buy alcohol from a neighboring state and bring it to Utah. Did you know that? So if, you, no. if you're tired of the shitty alcohol in Utah and say you want to drive up to Wyoming yeah. or a na- you know, Nevada, like a neighboring state, anywhere, and you buy alcohol and bring it back across the border, it's like smuggling cocaine across the border. Isn't that unconstitutional? I feel yeah, like the fourth article is. of the Constitution was you can't fuck with interstate trade commerce. Oh, well, tell that to Utah. Alaska's exactly the same way. You can't bring alcohol into Alaska? There's so many dry counties up there that they... You know, they sneak it in from other places, like in snowmobiles. It's like big. It's like serious contraband. So why the hell does anyone live there? In Utah. Yeah. Well, the way I always explain it to people is it's a great place to start life and to end life. Uh, It's a a nice, safe, Why do you say that? Well, it's nice, safe, and quiet to raise kids. And Mm. it's nice, safe, and quiet to die, like for retirement. If you're looking for a place to die quietly alone with, uh, you know, without... The uh, intrusions of partying and social life um, and the things that, that people look for in a city, Utah's right. a great place to do that. It's a great place to die. Um, how did you end up there? I was born there. Well, I mean, how did your family end up there? Oh, this is kind of interesting. So my grandma, so I have, relative, I have family that came way back in the day from Syria. Okay. Uh, we're ethnically Armenian people. My family's Armenian. And the Mormon church went to Syria— as uh, part of their missionary program. Yeah. And they brought my grandma to Utah Great. as as the first Mormon family from Syria to move to to Utah, to Salt Lake City, Utah. <sighs> yeah, and my grandma, uh, in fact, she knit, she hand-knit like a, a, a Persian-style rug uh-huh. and of all the Mormon leaders, the Mormon church leaders. And it's, to this day, it's in the Mormon Museum. What? Yeah, <laughs> in Salt Lake City, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so my family has uh, has some pretty uh, pretty deep roots in Utah. And um, they brought them in like what? Hey, check it out. This is a 
we conned these uh, Armenians into being like, this is an Armenian family. Whoa. Yeah. They brought it like it was like a spectacle, like yeah. King Kong. Yeah, basically. And it's, it's kind Sounds of. Sounds like it. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a, it's a really weird thing they do. They, they try, they import a lot of, uh, a lot of people. I don't know if they still do this. I think the missionaries go and they convert people in different countries and then they leave them there. Yeah. But uh, my you grandma. Up franchises y- now. Yeah. My grandma came over here as, as uh, one of the first families. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So here's some, uh, here's some more crazy laws. Up until 2009, it was required to buy a membership to a bar if you wanted to drink. Do you know, have you ever heard of this, Dick? Well, yeah, because there's some liquor licenses downtown that are contingent on laws like that, but they'll charge you like, it's like a cover. You pay five bucks and then you're a member forever. Yeah. But, uh, That's no, a real I, thing. Wait, what do you mean it's a, a, No, there are some bars downtown where their liquor license is grandfathered in and they don't want to go through the rigmarole of getting a new liquor license, but it's their liquor license is contingent on them being a membership bar. Oh. So you have to pay five bucks at the door and it's like a quote unquote membership. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. this this was uh, this was a law on the books for all bars in Utah up until about 2009. So uh, there was like a loophole. It was it was basically a big joke. You walked into a bar and said, "Are you a member?" And you say, "No, of course not. I'm not going to fucking buy, f- pay fifteen dollars for every fucking bar I go to." Yeah. So there'll they'll, there'll be some guy sitting behind the the doorman. Uh, named Carl, and the, the doorman will say, "Hey, Carl, uh, you want to sponsor this guy?" And without turning around, Carl will be like, "Yep," and you uh, you just walk right in. So that was a, that was a okay. loophole. It was a stupid, silly law. Now, if you're under the age 35, you have to have your driver's license scanned and kept on file for a week. If you go to uh, at a bar, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I had to. I I, I double checked that one. I had to read that twice. It's uh, it's pretty crazy uh, because they're always trying to make it more difficult, and more expensive to drink in Utah. Uh, huh. Bartenders at restaurant are required to put up a, quote, Zion curtain to pour mixed drinks so that impressionable youth can't see them pouring alcohol. What the hell's a Zion curtain? It's basically a curtain of purity. Do you have um, to buy it from a special store? Uh, no, you can. It's, some, it's either a curtain, an actual physical curtain, or uh, frosted glass or something. They can't pour alcohol within eyesight of a child. Okay. Or anyone, apparently, because, uh, you know, oh, people are impressionable. They strictly measure 1.5 ounces of alcohol for every shot, and they can't go over. Oh, now now I'm in the red now. (sighs) Yep. You want a double? Well, they can't pour it for you, but they can give you a shot and the drink you requested and then hand you both, and then you mix them. Mm -hmm. Um, Restaurants aren't supposed to serve you alcohol until your food arrives. They're not allowed to. Wow. Yeah, and you can't go to a restaurant and order alcohol. You have to order food as well. It's weird, man. Yeah. What? Pe- so people don't go out to meet in Utah? No. Like is there a, how do you date? You don't. But how do you? How do people? Just through the um, church? Through, pretty much through the church. I, I found, when I was living in Utah, yeah. I found it incredibly difficult to date. Because if you are not part of the predominant religion, which is the Latter-day Saints, mm-hmm. uh, LDS, uh, they don't like to be called Mormons. Uh, of course, you know, I did the episode of Other N-Words a long time ago talking yeah. about the M-Word. M is for Mormon. They don't like to be called Mormons because they say that that's uh, uh, a stereotype or whatever, even though their their basic tenet of belief, their their basic book is the Book of Mormon. But they don't like to be called Mormons. Um, they like to be called LDS or Latter-day Saints. Hmm. Anyway, they kind of like stick together. It was really difficult uh, dating anyone in Utah if you're not Mormon. But then when you do... I found that all the chicks are, like, super into anal. 
Oh, okay. Did you know this? Preserving their virginity. <laughs> yeah, Sean looks like he just got yeah, hit by Sean, a, Sean, a, a glitter bomb. No, I've heard this before. <laughs> oh, you I've sound really excited about yeah. it, Sean. <laughs> Go on, John. <laughs> Ask Farmer <laughs> yeah. and she over here. No, I've heard this before, but I didn't think the guy was a uh, reliable source. But I know Maddox <laughs> with his with his love of stats. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm I'm kind of believing this one. What was the guy you heard it from? Uh, some guy, <laughs> long, you know, twenty years ago. <laughs> Askbanger25 at <laughs> welovanal.com. No, no, for, no. I'm right. old enough. There was no internet. when the. Sure. Yeah, it's a way of preserving their vaginal purity. Yeah. Um, the anal sex. And, uh, I, yeah, I've actually, I, I had gone out on dates with girls in Utah who were not, <laughs> who were not interested in having any normal sex. Uh-huh. But they were okay. Like, they were considering anal sex. They're like, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I want to be a virgin for my husband or, you know, when I get married. Sure. Yeah. There was also a scandal a while back in Utah uh, about, uh, I think, like 10 years ago where a bunch of kids from the Brigham Young University, uh, one of the big, like, Mormon universities, good business college, they were going up to Nevada, getting married for the weekend, screwing their brains out <laughs> and then getting divorced that same weekend. Oh no. Yeah. And they'd come home and, you know, in in the eyes of God, uh they're pure. They because they had sex during marriage. And the girls would be into it too. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was a loophole. <laughs> so their god's kind of dumb. Uh right? Like if he's if he's cool with that, He's uh, he's just very meticulous with his rules, Dick, and sometimes there's loopholes in those rules. <laughs> he, he, so he's autistic. Yeah. It's like, the Mormon God is autistic. Okay, I got it. Now I get it. Yeah. It's also illegal to advertise happy hour in Utah because it promotes overconsumption. Hmm. Yeah. No happy hours. Uh, you aren't allowed to buy kegs in Utah. No kegs. Polygamy, however. So here's the thing. A lot of people don't know this about the, the first thing they hear when people mention Mormons or Latter-day Saints yeah. is they say, oh, those are polygamists, right? Well, not really. The, the, the polygamists, the polygamist sect of the Latter-day Saint religion broke away in 1890. The church officially stopped polygamy as a practice in 1890 um, as an official stance. Okay. And now it's kind of relegated just to a few small sects who live in, they're basically like cults. Mm. It was a bad day for those guys in 1890. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, that's why it caused a huge split in the church. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, over time, the uh, the predominant one was the one that didn't practice polygamy. However, they tried to outlaw it last year, but a judge threw out the law. Yeah. I guess that's a good thing. People should be allowed to love whomever they want. Oh, yeah, you think so, Dick? Yeah. Well, same-sex marriage is illegal in Utah. Uh-oh. Yep. In fact, Utah has explicitly passed a same-sex marriage ban approved by Utah voters, and Latter-day Saint members contributed $20 million towards Proposition 8 banning same-sex marriage in California. That's uh, over 50% of the funding for this proposition that was banning gay marriage in California came from fucking Utah. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, if you're wondering if you're a Midwest state or not, that's criteria number one. What's that? Did you, are you on an aggressive intrastate campaign to end gay marriage? You're probably in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Then uh, Utah's the Midwest. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. And there is a website called protectmarriage.com, and they got 45% of its out-of-state contributions came from Utah. That's over three times more than any other state. So Utah, very conservative, right? Mm-hmm. Very conservative state. 
and one of the tenets of conservatism is to be as unobtrusive in people's lives as possible, right? Yeah. Except when it comes to gay marriage, alcohol, and uh, pornography. Pornography actually is censored in Utah. I don't know if you know this. A lot of people don't. But if you what? buy if you buy a DVD in a like an adult magazine store or something in Utah, which are really heavily uh, uh, legislated and uh, very few and far between, but if you do buy a DVD, a porn DVD, uh-huh. uh, the genitals are pixelated. They're oh, censored. Whoa. Yeah. Like Japanese porn. It's like Japanese porn. It's fucking bonkers. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. It's because if someone's masturbating, the last thing they want to see are genitals, right? The, I mean, a vagina would totally kill my boner if I saw it uncensored. Yeah. It's So how does that trick God? The, the pixels. Well. How does uh, that work? It's a thin veil of purity, Dick. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's another kind of, it's a visual curtain. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Uh, a, a digital curtain. That's what it, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, and so pornography. And in fact, they try to uh, they censor it now. And in 2005, they passed a law. This is an actual law they passed uh, banning internet porn in Utah. But, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, the law was thrown out in 2012. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of unconstitutional, it would have made internet service providers responsible for filtering pornography from the internet. <laughs> okay. This uh, this this state where they want to be as uh, unobtrusive as possible. You know what, man? I'm surprised they don't have their own internet. Like, yeah. with the amount of money that that church has and the amount of crazy that apparently they are, yeah. they could just set up their own... They could lock the whole state off, like China. Yeah, well, thankfully, one of the best internet service providers in Utah is X-Mission. Yeah. Uh, my, right. my, uh, my host, so it's maddox.xmission.com is my website, right? I have been a customer of X-Mission, my Utah internet service provider, since 1995. Mm. I've, my, my email address is older than some of the listeners to this show. I've had the same email address for, I think, 17 years now. And the internet service provider is run by this guy named Pete Ashdown. Mm-hmm. He is one of the most progressive, smartest dudes I've ever met. So why the hell does he live in Utah? How can he stand that? Because he's, he's kind of like a beacon for change and uh, a light for hope in mm-hmm. Utah and this, and this uh, bleak uh, existence uh, in, in Utah. Um, you, Salt Lake City in Utah is a very liberal city. Uh, I would say even more liberal than some blue states like uh, California and Washington. It's a mm-hmm. very, very, well, maybe not Washington, but it's a very liberal city. Yeah. Uh, and they have to be because they're surrounded by the sea of conservatism. So Pete Ashdown is uh, a pretty liberal dude and – uh, the mayor of, of uh, Salt Lake City, Rocky Anderson, a, a long time ago, was super, super liberal. He led protests against George W. Bush when George W. Bush came to Utah for fundraising, which, by the way, Utah was the reddest state during his election. Gave him the vote by the highest margins. Well, you know, let's not get political. Yeah, oh, yeah no, no, let's not, let's not get political. Well, um, you're making, I mean, you're rattling these things off, but this is, uh, I think this is more sinister than you're making it seem because it sounds like a factory of, of fascism. That they're, yeah. they're just creating people who hate freedom. Yeah, it's like the, the way it's set up. So you have to meet through the church. Yeah. You can't get drunk ever and like be, get outside of your sphere of influence. You can't ever get exposed to new ideas because all of your interactions are through people who think exactly the same as you. Right. So you just believe stronger, more strongly, more and more strongly in your own opinions. And then now they're taking that machine of people generating money and reaching across the border uh-huh. to affect us. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know what, Dick? It's even more nefarious than that. I When I was there recently, I noticed something that I hadn't noticed before living in Utah. There are a lot of billboards around Salt Lake City that promote some moral stance. In fact, um, I saw a ton of billboards just reminding people that vaping indoors is illegal in Utah. Why would you... Somebody pay to remind people that vaping indoors is illegal. Yeah, but that's a, I, I think that's a different problem because we got those too. Like domestic violence is wrong. You ever seen those bumper yeah, stickers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those ads? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like okay. But that's, uh, yeah, we all know that. But that, that's not even like a moral thing. That's just like illegal as well. It's not passing moral judgment. Uh, I mean, it's illegal. Okay, so what's the moral judgment one? Like drinking is bad? Yeah, and abstinence, and uh, real men don't oh. use porn. What? Yeah, yeah. I've seen billboards that say real men don't use porn. What do they use? Yeah, marriage. Uh, I don't know, but uh, anal I, stuff. The, <laughs> the, the I, I believe this billboard had a construction worker on it. Like like this <laughs> this real like beefy looking construction worker. It had, a, it had a construction worker, a cop, an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> so these are real men. Uh, yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they're just they just came from like a model farm, like a model agency yeah. where where like most of the guys are gay. So they're just having like which of course they they look down upon as well. Anyway, man, uh, just a, just a couple of the drug possession is a felony. You get up to $5,000 fine and a 10-year prison sentence. Powdered alcohol is illegal in Utah. They harass people who go to planned parenthood in Utah. Cops sit there and they pull them over. If you go to a fucking bar and then get a taxi, a while back there was there were cops pulling over taxis to do breathalyzer tests on the passengers. So like, guys, this is the whole fucking point of a taxi. So I can get drunk and fucking take a taxi home. They're harassing people. My buddy got a DUI in Utah because he left a strip club. And they, they just sit outside strip clubs, and they want to pull people over and harass them. So he got a DUI, and he blew well below the legal limit. But they still took him to jail that night because they said, well, you're, you're, uh, you, you drank some alcohol. Wow. He, was like, he was like a .04 or something, like half the legal limit. Yeah. Still, they, uh, they arrested this guy, put him in jail, just fucked with him. You know, it's just it, – it's insane. It never fucking ends. This – the state that they believe in unobtrusive small governments that don't involve themselves in your lives, except when it comes to your bedroom, what who you fuck, what you put into your body, what uh-huh. you smoke, that's when they want to legislate. That's when it's no longer small government that's trying to be as unobtrusive as possible. Fuck you and fuck Utah. And they're trying to come into our state as well. Yeah. It's the most totalitarian and imperialistic state that we have. Absolutely. I had a buddy of mine, uh, an old coworker in Utah. I was talking to him one time. He's he's a pretty conservative dude. Right. And he's like, uh, you know, um, it was when the Proposition 8 protests were going on in Uh California. He was like, uh, you know, I just, uh, I don't want uh, Californians to impose their values upon us. I'm like, hey, fuckhead, Californians aren't investing $20 million for, to pass legislation to make gay marriage legal in fucking Utah, you moron. We're not trying to inhibit, like, prohibit people from doing things that are naturally allowed in the Constitution. Let people live their fucking lives. Yeah. You guys are doing the same to every fucking other person. You guys are sh- cramming your fucking morality down everyone's throat. And this isn't like a, a big uh, a fucking celebration of liberalism. There's a whole shitload of problems with that shit, as pointed out in the last episode with the well-intentioned idiots. I believe most of those guys are, are, are liberals. However, this this fucking hypocrisy, it's only self-serving. That's all it is. They're looking for for small government insofar as they can legislate your private life. No euthanasia, no abortion, no alcohol, no drugs, nothing that you want to do to yourself. And by the way, I don't do drugs. I don't give a shit. But come on, enough is enough. Like, this hypocrisy is mind-boggling. 
Yeah, you're coming after my liquor. That's not uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Anyway, that's my problem, Dick. It's a good Utah. problem. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. It's Utah. Yeah. Not people who are in Utah. So you got to move out of Utah, yeah. right? Yeah. Everybody just leave. I don't think they want to. You don't think people who live there want to leave? Yeah, they get yeah. comfortable. They get comfortable, and it has a really high depression and suicide rate in Utah too. That's not surprising. Yeah. And uh, one last point: one of the largest pornography consumers in America. Oh. Yeah. Of oh. course. Good. Yeah. All right. In my problem. Yeah. Mars One. Mars One. Mars Where? One. Mars O O N E. Not Mars One. Mars didn't win anything. Mars, Mars One. The project. One. Oh, it's a it's a mission. Yeah. Did you? Do you know about this? Am I the only one that knows about Mars One? I, I thought it was a big deal. I read about it, but let's. What, what, Sean, what is do you it? know what Mars One is? You're a pretty good barometer of what people don't. Or yeah, do know. it's like sending civilians to Mars, right? One way trip. One way trip to One Mars. One way trip to Mars. How, how does Maddox up. not know about no, no, this? No, no, I know about no, this. You I know, know about this. Okay. I, I, I want to be first on that. Oh, buddy. Sign oh, me the fuck up. Oh, send me to Mars, man. Get me out of oh, Utah. Send me right to Mars. Maddox, Maddox, Maddox. I'm it's, on board. Uh, Put me on an Oculus Rift. Fucking send me to Mars. I don't give a, a shit. It's a scam, in my opinion. What? How is it a scam, Dick? Look, all right. I was, I was having some drinks with my old college roommate. Yeah. He texts me and he says, uh, hey, I'm in, I'm in, I got a long layover at LAX. You want to grab a couple drinks? And I always say yes to this guy because he, he is one of two people I've ever met who can drink more than me. Pretty impressive. Yeah. So if, every, if he ever wants to do anything, I'm in. Yeah. But he acts worse than you. Yeah, that is true. He's insane. Yeah. He's an insane, he's an insane genius man. So we sit down and he is a, he's, he's a for real genius. He's an astrophysicist, and he's been in a real astronaut training program. Oh, cool. Like, yeah, like NASA called him up and put him on the list. Like, we are thinking of you. We're thinking of making you an astronaut. Yeah. Here's the program. That sounds awesome. Yeah, you go in with a bunch of potentials. He was going through the steps that he's like the training and the interview process that he goes through. Yeah. They go down to uh, wherever, wherever. I, I don't. They don't go to Cape Canaveral. I think it's somewhere in Houston. It's like a week of training, like weird up, up, down exercises, weird yeah. Victorian style exercising, gravity exercises, and stuff like that. Yeah, like a lot of uh, isometric stuff. Yeah, you know, and squats and weird squats, like stuff that you know I don't do. Okay, right? Sure. You'd yeah, probably yeah, be good at it. Yeah. You ride a bike a lot. I ride. You bike, got endurance yeah. a lot. Yeah. I'm, I like lifting heavy things. Yeah, right? Dick. I don't skip leg day at the gym. You don't go to don't don't give me that. I I don't skip leg day. <laughs> okay. You don't even know what a leg day is. Oh please! I invented leg days, buddy. What is your leg day workout? I do squats. I do uh, squats with fifty five pound weights and uh, uh, hundred pound weights, and and yeah, I do free lifts. Yeah, I do a lot. That's of, a lot short of list. That's a short leg day. No wonder you don't. Well, skip I, it. and then I fucking ride my bike everywhere. I rode my bike twelve miles the other day. All right. Yeah. So, my buddy, my ex roommate says. Um, and he's he's telling me about this process, right? And he goes, yeah. "Oh, by the way, have you uh, have you seen about this Mars One stuff?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to hear about it, right? Because I I know in my gut when I heard about it the first time, <sighs> I'm like, scam. Immediately scam. you dismiss this amazing sounding project as a scam. Yeah, because I have a look, 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 look. This is a this is a public service that I'm doing right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you if you were excited about that, if you yeah. heard that pitch for Mars One, one yeah. way trip to Mars, yeah. and you got excited about it and That's you wanted me. to be a part of it, you are an at risk mark. You are an at risk rube. Okay. <laughs> and I'm new, I'm not gloating. I'm not. This is what I'm doing for everybody listening. If you got excited about that, you got to watch it because 
you're at risk for getting scammed. Oh, yeah. And this is coming from a guy who doesn't get scammed ever. Oh, I don't know about that, Dick. Never. Never. <laughs> you never get scammed. No. Says the guy who spends money on expensive steak and wine and thinks he's getting a bargain, a good deal, because he's, he's getting more quality. Go on. Tell me, mo- tell me more about this scam, Dick. Okay. Why is it a scam? So, Mars One. Uh, there's this great article in, uh, in Medium, medium.com yeah. about it. Um, basic, basically, I'll sum it up for you because we're running out of time. The entire project is built around a reality television show. What? Yeah, that was meant to fund that was meant to fund the entire trip in 10 years. Okay? The guy's plan was to get all these applicants who all have to pay 40 bucks by the way. Okay. Yeah, and do a 10-minute YouTube video on oh. why they're qualified to be astronauts oh. to Mars on a never never before done human endeavor. Pay 40 bucks. Then uh, the plan was to get their little crew, film them training for 10 years. This is a reality television show that would last for 10 years going to Mars. The guy projected that it would make like $6 billion. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. He based the $8 billion estimate on the most recent Olympic Games revenue. So oh this my. is a reality show that was meant to be as big and popular and money generating as the Olympics. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that was Dick, this guy's plan. Dick, uh, is, is everything you just said 100% fact? Is that that is, a, that is a quote from the guy. You can okay. go on. They have, they have no relationships with SpaceX. They have no relationships with anybody. Not even NASA? I thought uh, this was a NASA initiative. No. Really? No. This is a scam. Nothing to do with NASA. I don't want to say it's a scam because it's, what is that? That's slander. No, it's it's a scam, Dick. Oh, no, yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it. It's a big fucking scam. <laughs> Fuck you. So this poor guy in this Medium article, this dude named Josh, he got sucked into it. And yeah. he wanted. To, he heard that 200,000 people applied, but he really wanted to go to space, yeah. right? He wanted to yeah. make his life mean something. Right. So he quits his job. He breaks up with his girlfriend in Australia because oh, he wants to man. commit full time to being a fake astronaut. Oh, man. Moves back in with his parents so he can train. And the, the interview process is just ridiculous. It's asinine. Like they have a, they do 10 minute Skype interviews yeah. with these people yeah. after making them memorize what is essentially a Wikipedia of Mars information. Sure. And that's, that's it. That's the end of... Oh, now, boy. meanwhile, I'm at a bar drinking my ass off with a guy who is legitimately being considered to go into fucking space. Yeah. And, and this, is, this is a years-long process that he's going through with the best of the best. Like military pilots, he's a pilot himself. And th- this is the kind of rigorous training it takes to just go up into space. So- meanwhile... These jackasses are doing YouTube videos and paying 40 bucks to some asshole in Norway or something uh. to go on a 10-year reality show culminating in a one-way trip to Mars. Um, I hate to admit this, but uh, you're right. You got scammed. This is a scam. It's, yeah. I, I didn't get scammed. But I'm not you on were, that rocket ship. Yeah, but you're excited. Well, That's, the thing. Cool. That's the thing about a scam. Dick. It taps into something in everybody. that get. It's not get rich quick anymore. It's... Be immortal. It's be part of something. Oh, I want to be immortal. That's what it preys on. Yeah. 
I think he would have figured it out pretty quickly. Yeah, though. yeah. If I, had, if I had done any research into this, like I just heard about the Mars One project and figured it was some NASA initiative to send astronauts to Mars, which is something they've been trying to do for years. Yeah, I thought that's what this was. If this is just this stupid fucking asinine reality show that this guy knows nothing about television, knows nothing about marketing, knows nothing about sustaining a, a TV show with ratings, knows nothing about advertising and selling sponsorship, knows nothing about uh, space apparently and wants a $40 submission fee that's that's yeah. the number one mark of a scam is is any kind of submission fee if you're going to talk to an agency or uh, some kind of representation the yeah, first thing point. they say is don't pay them anything this guy's taking $40 submissions to sit and talk to you over Skype what kind of analysis what kind of background research could they possibly do with your 10 minute YouTube video you morons none oh man dick you really uh, it's just more marketing that's why it's such an insidious thing because the YouTube it's just people <sighs> talking about their dreams of going to Mars and getting more people excited and then they ask. They said specifically on. They sent out this. Uh, they sent out this thing. Let me find where it was. They wanted seventy five percent of any fee you got for appearing on TV talking about the Mars One program. Wow. They asked. They recommended that you send seventy a seventy five percent tithing back to them to fund this fantasy. And by the way, it is a complete fantasy. Yeah. Complete fantasy that in ten years we'll be going to Mars one way or not. And that's what pisses me off. It's this, this, they're pitching this idea of being a technology cowboy. Like, it's the culmination of I fucking love science to me. Pop science. That we have a thing where people think they're actually going to go to Mars. That this is actually going to happen when it's not. Yeah. Well, Dick, uh, I have to hand it to you. Uh, you're making an awful lot of sense. <laughs> you, uh, you earned this, buddy. Thanks. There you go. That's uh, that. That does actually sound like a scam, like in every sense of the word. Seventy five percent of the proceeds. That sounds like American Idol uh, when they when those contestants go on that show. They sign away their careers and their lives and a lot of their proceeds to record labels, uh, even before they they make their first appearance on the show. Well, I agree with that. You don't think they should do that? Well, whether they should or shouldn't doesn't mean whether it's right or wrong. You think I, that's wrong? Well, yeah, because they're exploiting these people who are desperate to get any kind of work or attention. They could do it themselves if they if they really tried. No way. There's yeah. no way Kelly Clarkson or any of those nobodies would be famous well, without American Idol. I don't know, buddy. Tell that to Justin Bieber. I guess. I'm making a lot of sense. He, he got discovered that way, but he has a massive label machine behind him too. Well, he does now, but yeah, he he got his his career launched just through his talent alone on YouTube. That's true. Yeah, and he I know discovered. all you fucking uh, crybabies and hard asses are gonna be like, "Oh man, Justin Bieber isn't talented." Uh, he is, you idiots. He's talented at making the type of music that he makes. He's talented at making pop crap that everybody likes. I'm not saying his he music's doesn't even great. make it though. He does he? He works with producers, yeah, but he's he's got a good singing voice. Like he's able to sing. He's able to belt out those notes, and he's able to produce this pop crap that people like. Yeah. I mean, he's talented at something. What the fuck are you doing with your life, you idiots? That's uh, that's a preview of an article coming. Anyway, um, how many Justin Bieber albums do you have? Zero. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't Just like his music. Checking. No, I don't like his music. His music's crap. How many do you not have? All of them. Okay. Yep. Passed. Yep. <laughs> that's my. That's my problem. Mars. Mars one. Oh, Dick. Uh... NASA did a study, and they said uh, with the current setup, like with the yeah. dumb pods that they have and growing their food, uh, yeah. it'll they'll be dead in sixty eight days. Because, because their little pods will fill up with oxygen, and then they'll catch on fire. They'll be pure oxygen. 
Oh, uh, that it. is that makes me so happy. This is this is this makes me happy and sad. First of all, Dick, uh, I gotta hand it to you. When it comes to scams, you're the best. Uh, right, <laughs> that's why I'm bringing this in. You you have a mind. To your credit, you have a mind that works like I've like I've never seen. You immediately think of the worst possible scenario, the worst possible outcome. Right. You think of the most cynical point of view, mm-hmm. and you immediately think of the way that somebody could get exploited. Usually, because you want to be that that somebody doing the exploitation. <laughs> it just comes out. Say, and, and then he roots for it. Yeah. 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 Usually you root for it. But you know what the problem is here, Dick? You're just angry because you're not involved well, in a scam. I was just going to say, that's this is why I'm starting my Mars 2 program. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your Mars 2 program. Just three little words. Three little words. <laughs> Mars 2. <laughs> Mars 2. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got a problem? Yeah, Dick. My second problem this week is loud talkers. Hmm. All right, loud talkers. So you might be thinking, uh, kind of annoying, right? But uh, how annoying is it? I'll tell you how annoying it is. When asked in a, in a recent Harris Interactive poll, Americans said that loud talkers was the second most annoying thing at 65% of the vote. 65% of people said loud talkers. The most annoying thing ever or the most annoying thing about people? The most annoying thing in day-to-day lives. Wow. Right after, the number one thing was parents letting their children run wildly and be highly oh, disruptive man, in public space. Yeah, go vote up kids. Wait, did I bring in kids? Go vote up babies. Babies is the uh, precursor to kids. Okay. Yeah, go vote up kids. And by the way, uh, my monkey campaigning has worked. Yeah, it's in the positives now. It's in the that. positives, yeah. yeah. Finally, you know what, guys? I'm, I'm happy with that. At least it's recognized as a threat. Right. These fucking carriers of disease. Anyway, parents letting their children run wildly through stores and be disruptive was number one, but number that was 86%. Number two, though, was loud talkers. People who are loud talkers. And you know what, Dick? In fact, it outranked. It, they, they, they specifically asked the following question. They said, which, which is more annoying? People who have loud conversations on their mobile phones in public spaces or... People who repeatedly check their mobile phones while having an in-person conversation. So your fact-finding fuckheads <laughs> problem from last week only got 35% of the vote. Huh. Easily outranked. So if this system works, if the biggest problem in the universe works, yeah. this should definitely be more of a problem than fact-finding fuckheads. Than hunger. <laughs> yeah, well, I got something for that one too, buddy. Not not this episode, but loud talker. So, um, so Dick, how could this wait, possibly? Wait, what do you mean you got something for that one? What, your your hunger problem? Hunger, yeah, oh, I'm it's a knock big it. problem. I'm gonna knock it off the fucking list. Why do you want to? It's a big problem. You know what, Dick? It is a big problem. I'm not denying that. There's just a bigger problem that should be exactly a little bit bigger uh-huh. than hunger. What? Uh, all right. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming, buddy. Yeah. Next okay. next week. Um, okay, so loud talkers. Why is this a problem? Dick, the other night I was having a very lovely dinner. I was at this beautiful courtyard sitting outside. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know what? I regret using the word beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> Sounds really um, lovely. Yeah, okay. No, you know what? It was, a. Uh, it was a was cold. Was it magical? Were you listening to Justin? Were you pumping your Justin Bieber jams? Enchanted evening. You know, you fucking <laughs> assholes. <laughs> you know what? It was a fucking manly courtyard. That's where I was. Uh-huh. It's manly court. There's like you wearing glass slippers. <laughs> <laughs> there were there were suits of armor around. It was a real fucking manly place. Just don't worry about it. All right, stop being a dick. Um, I was at this this uh, manly courtyard and uh-huh. eating, enjoying my my steak. Announcing Ma- Prince Maddox. <laughs> 
I was enjoying my steak that I didn't overpay for, like a uh, like a sap, like a sucker. Sure. This sounds um, like medieval times. Yeah. Yeah. Were you at medieval times? <laughs> I was at medieval the theme times. restaurant. <laughs> the jousting slash dinner event. No, fuck. I was just enjoying my steak. Okay, I was at this place. Who cares? Who cares? Why are you so was? weird about dinner? Where was it really? Just some place, dude. All, all, right, right, all right. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was eating steak, right? And I overheard a really loud talker sitting behind me talking about her fucking surgery and like her foot surgery and how they were removing some corns or calluses and the doctor prescribed some antibiotics and there was fungal growth and she got a staph infection and then her grandpa had the same thing and had had one of his toes amputated and just go on and on and on. And I'm sitting there choking on part steak and part barf because I'm disgusted at this fucking loud talker telling right. and by what kind of fucking dinner conversation is that? I've I mean I of course I'm guilty of having some gross dinner conversations. I like to talk about poop. I think scatological humor is fucking hilarious. And if you don't, you're an idiot. And some of the biggest geniuses in history did too. Go look at Mozart's Wikipedia page of scatological humor. There's an entire Wikipedia page for it. And and a lot of historians are trying to contextualize his scatological humor by saying, um, maybe it was symbolic for this uh, emotion or this period in his life. Hey, idiots, it's not symbolic of anything except shit. He just likes shit jokes, just like I do. Yeah. Anyway, Why this was a shit comparing joke. yourself to, like, Mozart? What, geniuses? Yeah. Well, I think it's self-explanatory. <laughs> right. Yeah. Takes one to no one. Uh, so I was sitting there on the verge of vomiting my not overpriced steak. Right. Because this this person was having a really loud, disgusting conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Loud talkers ruin dinners. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I get busted on it all the time. You're, 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 so you're a loud talker, right? You know what? You know what they should have? Here's, here's my idea. It's an app for your phone, right, that you can just sit on the table and it will measure the decibel volume of what's going on, like at the table, locally at the table, and it will have it will redline if you're being too loud. Is that possible, Sean? Uh, yeah, in audio I mean, terms, is that possible? Well, they just clip, right? Yeah, there are decibel meters that you can. Yeah, because yeah, it's got to be. It's, is it a decibel thing or is it like the timbre of their voice? Because some some people some people have a shrill voice that well, really cuts through. We're more sensitive in certain ranges. Like I think a baby's cry is somewhere around two or two and a half kilohertz. It's I think I, it's like an evolutionary thing. I am oh. immune to hearing a baby's cry. <laughs> you would be. Yeah, I've I've trained myself. I'm not I'm not sure if that's true or not. That's what <laughs> it's, I've, it's I've not. heard that. I'll, I'll help you out there. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> wait, wait. What's not true? The him being immune to. Oh, a baby him. Cry. I thought you were talking yeah. about the baby cry. Anyway, we're more sensitive to certain frequency ranges than other frequency ranges. So. Yeah, between what, like ten thousand and twenty-one thousand kil, kil uh, What is it? Megahertz? Kilohertz? 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 Yeah. Tw- uh, it's like ten thousand to twenty-one thousand is the normal range, right? No, no, it's, it's way it's lower 20, than that. It's, it's like three thousand to no, twenty-one thousand. The range of hearing like 400, is, is twenty hertz to twenty kilohertz. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Most people don't hear as high as twenty k, just due to like environmental damage and well, stuff like that. You know what's interesting is uh, younger people are able to hear more in the higher end of that frequency that's true. spectrum. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's why they make these things, these uh, beacons in the UK, and uh, I, th- I believe so- several other countries have started playing them. In fact, uh, they have these in Los Angeles too. They have these ominous. T- Towers that mm-hmm. look like these giant metal structures and they just say, you know, whatever the city name is. And then if you stand next to it, you hear this really high-pitched squealing noise. Yeah. And that's specifically built that's designed to discourage loitering 
for young people. Yeah, they're they're called uh, they're like these hooligan towers, and they, uh, they I think that's what they call them in the UK. And and they they put those out there with really high frequencies that older people can't hear, uh, and it discourages young people from hanging around. Anyway, it's um, funny. I wish there was something like that for loud talkers. Well, though. it's uh, it's a huge problem in Hollywood. Like every place I go to eat is people pitching each other their shitty yeah. screenplays. Yep. Yep, it's all their shitty. And you know what it is, Dick? I think on some level, it's just bragging. You want everybody to know about your business and how important you are and how interesting your life is or how disgusting your surgery was or whatever. Maybe it's just people who are not self-aware. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, how, that, how it happens that yeah. they're so loud. Yeah, people are really loud. You know, And um, there's no signal. There's no signal that will get them to stop. Like you can keep lowering your voice and keep lowering your voice, like hoping that they'll catch on, but they never do. Maybe that makes them talk louder because they think that their voice is being lower because they can't hear you. So uh, they'll talk true. louder to, to overcompensate. Man, I was I was in a coffee shop uh, just a few weeks ago, and this douchebag with a man bun. You get a man bun sometimes, right, Dick? Uh, yeah, I rock a man yeah, bun. Yeah, pretty gross. Um, it's cool. Yeah, well, this douchebag with a man bun, and I think that it's it's uh, it's part of the problem with the man bun. Um, You're just jealous. You know what, Dick? Yeah, you can get ma- a clip on man bun. You <laughs> <laughs> can strap it to your ears, <laughs> like one of those like uh, Japanese, uh, like one of those Japanese dudes with a bun in the in the hair. Yeah, you know, what, yeah, like a sumo or something. Um, now, anyway, this uh, this douchebag was in this this coffee shop, and this coffee shop, I swear to God, at least. Four tables of people turned around to look at this guy to see what the fuck was so important that he he was broadcasting his voice in this entire fucking coffee shop. Yeah. People were stopping and looking. Like, people stopped their polite conversation. They're studying. They're reading. He's disrupting a potential future doctor's study time yeah. because he's talking so loud and then that doctor is gonna fail his test and he's gonna fucking do surgery on you and guess what you got a fucking toe amputated and i gotta hear about it in the fucking restaurant while i'm eating my steak yeah and you can't not listen like once once they get going those drones yeah they get going you yeah. can't not pay attention you, you know what dick i actually go to specific coffee shops that i know only koreans visit uh for the most part specifically it's not distracting it's not distracting right? if yeah. i can't understand right. what they're saying I, yep, I know those places. There's a chain around Los Angeles, right? Uh-huh, yeah, I bet you do. No, they're the <laughs> no, they're the best places. They're like so relaxing because everything is isolated. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, Dude. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Dick, what are you, what are you no, projecting? I, I, that, that's uh, I feel the same way. Like whenever I go to the Korean day spa, mm. I talk as loud as I want because I'm like, well, it's not annoying anyone because nobody understands what I'm saying. Yeah. And vice versa. It's well, great. it's not vice versa, Dick. They probably understand what you're saying, but you don't understand what they're saying. So what's the fix? This can be fixed. This problem can be fixed by this show. Uh, well, first of all, stop being a loud talking No, no, asshole. no. It's got to be combative. It's got to be, we've got to be able to do something to stop this. Well, how about just, uh, hey, dickhead, keep it down. How about that? Have you seen the movie Boiler Room, Dick? Yeah. There's a scene where there a bunch of uh, rambunctious stockbrokers are sitting in a restaurant and they're being loud assholes mm-hmm. and this table of gay guys are sitting next to them and one of them just very snarkily turned to them and said, uh, "You guys are at, a, at an eleven. We could use you at a two. Yeah, I, I love that line. I think it's such a snarky, passive aggressive way of saying it too. So people are not going to say keep it down. No one is going to confront someone who's loud and say keep it down. That's not realistic." 
But what if they pass him a little note that says, you're at an 11? That's it. It's just a, <laughs> that's the society that we're in where you can go to someone secretly and drop a little note on their table that says, you're at an 11. You know, Dick, that's not a bad idea. In fact, they should take it a step further and get all the women who were complaining about manspreading, uh-huh. right? Because they were really effective yeah. in creating a campaign to get the metro to put up signs around the fucking metro system. Uh-huh. Why don't these same women go around and start campaigning governments to start putting up signs in public areas and saying, you're at an 11? Why don't we start doing that? These passive-aggressive notes all around town. Why don't we just do that? I wouldn't mind if it was just passing around notes. Yeah. Like, you just you pop out a receipt, you write it on the receipt, slip the guy a note. That's pretty funny. Problem solved. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it, too. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll just uh, walk around town. Anytime anytime you see anyone with a man bun, just assume they're a loud-talking douchebag. All right, yeah. all right. So you're a, loud ta- you're a loud talker, though, aren't you, Dick? I got a loud voice. Yeah. But I I, I try to keep it down when I'm not drunk. Uh, well, that's, that's so that's never. Um, you know who is a loud talker? Uh, Tucker Max. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, uh, Tucker Max. So, like, anytime I hang out with him, he's, he's uh, everybody knows our business. Yeah. It's always this, uh, you know, any coffee shop, everyone's turning around to see, well, who's talking? I guess Tucker. <laughs> um, anyway, Dick, those are my problems this week. What do, uh, what do you got? I got one last one. I don't have a lot of time for it. Let's do it. Let's do a quick one. Penis injuries. <laughs> Penis injuries. All right, Dick, how'd you break your dick? I did. I did <laughs> almost break my dick this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This, there was this, I was having sex with this girl. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. I don't want to get too into it because everybody knows what happened. Every guy who's ever had sex. Uh, yep. I, I know I know the injury before you even say it. Every guy. Everyone's been close. Oh, my God. So, so close. I've never been closer. This, I mean, this was like, this was like, if this was a Cold War clock, if this was a nuclear Armageddon clock, this was at 1159, man. That's how close this dick, dick breaking was. Yeah. And this girl was skin and bones. Yeah. So I'm like, how much damage could she possibly do on top? Right. Yeah. But then she says the magic phrase that lets me know my dick's getting broken. I know what I'm doing. Oh, no. That's the scariest thing to hear from somebody who's having sex with you. Yeah. A woman who's climbing on top of you says, I know what I'm doing. Oh, watch out. Your I- dick's getting broken. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my yep. argument. Dick, uh, d- please, as a public service announcement, please announce this to the women so they know what we're talking about here. Well, w- which part? If you're riding house, yeah. If you're How- riding a guy, right, and you're you think you're in control, yeah, you're not. It- you're whipping around, yeah, it- like a maniac. What do I? What I'm trying to get you to say is, it only goes in one direction, ladies. Yeah. It only goes in one direction. Yeah, it's not an earthquake where no. it can be, the shockwaves can be this way laterally no. or this way vertically. It's only vertical. It's a we'll lever- let you get away with a little swing, swing back and a forth. A little bit, yeah. Little bit. Yeah. Little bit, but you go too far. Yep. And crackaroo. Yep. That's Th- dick injury. Think about, think about it in terms of a lever that only goes in one direction and it can't go past that 90 degree mark. I mean, a little bit, but not much. Uh, you know, Dick, this, there's a term for this. Do you know what it's called? What? It's no. called daggering. Do you hear daggering? about this? Yeah. It was a big trend in Jamaica. It was kind of like a badge of honor for oh, guys. Oh, God, that hurts just thinking yeah, yeah. about. Oh, 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 oh. This is, uh, this is what they, what they uh, the, from the Wikipedia page of daggering. It says, it's a form of dance originating from Jamaica. The dance in, in, incorporates dry sex, wrestling, and other forms of frantic movement. Uh-huh. Basically, they, they 
I mean, it's so aggressive that it basically breaks the guy's penis. It's a it's a thing that uh, that I guess Jamaican women were into for a while, and and guy, I think I I guess a lot of guys were going along. Or along a lot with of it. guys in Jamaica like their penises broken. I guess, I hmm. guess it was. A, I learned it was a, big, a lot on this show. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, it was a big trend a while back, and uh, these guys were going to the doctors, and sometimes they could repair it, sometimes they couldn't. They were like, "Sorry, man, your dick's fucking broken because yeah. you're an idiot." And then you can't get in, even if they fix it, yeah, because it's a it's a it's a bunch of tu- it's a series of tubes, yeah. Essentially, the penis is, yeah, yeah. So they got to stitch it up. Okay, and, <laughs> Senator, what's his name? Stevens. I yeah. don't know. Stevens is yeah. his name. Yeah, series of tubes. They got to stitch it up, and then you got three to six months off waiting for it to get better again. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful, ladies. It's a lever. It only go- it's like a ninety degree range. I appreciate have. the effort, but you just you can't be trusted with it. No, you get too out of control. Yep, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you can't fix this with popsicle sticks and tape. <laughs> no, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it's like a splint. You know, uh, you know, Sean. It's interesting you mentioned popsicle sticks because uh, I was hanging around a, a gay friend of mine uh, about a week ago. And some some uh, really buff Australian dude walked by, and he looked. At, he turned to him, and was like, "Ooh, I would rape that guy with a popsicle stick." I'm like, "What? What do you mean? Jesus what do you mean popsicle Christ. stick?" He goes, "Oh, you know." Uh, I'm, I'm like, "No, explain it to me. Uh, what what do you what would you do with a popsicle stick?" He's like, "Oh, well, you know, man has to be hard, so you have to put a popsicle stick down his penis." I'm like, "Oh, Jesus! That's oh, how, that's, he would rape him awful. with his butt." Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and then force an erection with a popsicle stick is is what he was saying. I guess it, that uh, sounds like a penis injury waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah. Wait, are you sure he's gay if he needs a popsicle stick? No, the guy. No, the, he was going to cram a popsicle stick in the guy's, in the guy's, guy's penis. Oh, yeah, God. to induce to an erection, a fake erection. How loud is this conversation? Uh, loud enough for me to hear, which was <laughs> which was too loud, too loud. I I, uh, I regret. Yeah, um, doctors say that the consequences of such a fracture include erectile dysfunction as scar tissue known as fibrous plaques can form in the penis. Yeah. And it can get bent when it heals up to 45 degrees. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Oh. I got a whole phobia about this now. Hey, here you go. Here's here's a quick rule of thumb, ladies. Um, literally, just pull up your hand and push one of your fingers back. As far back as your finger can go, imagine that. All right? That's it. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, okay, if we're going with the finger yeah. analogy, yeah. I'm talking about, let's say you have a ring on your finger, right? Okay. Like a wedding ring. Yeah. Let's say you married yourself, which you did on I, Facebook, I did, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So you're fucking around with your wedding ring, right? Uh-huh. Like yes. putting it up and down the finger. Yeah, keep a good eye on that yes. finger. I see what you're doing over there. Then you get too into screwing around with the ring. The ring pops off the tip, and you go wham. You bring the edge of the ring down on the tip of your finger. That's the injury I'm talking about. Oh, that's a different injury. Oh, that's was that the one you're talking about, Sean? That's what I was talking about. He went in a different direction, and I know that one too. But yeah, as yeah. long as that ring no, is on, that, you do whatever you want. But right. the, when that ring, if that ring clears yeah, that's the tip, called, oh god, that's called the jackknife. That's called a jackknife? Well, no. I mean, that's what it basically will do. Oh, that's what you call it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, that's, that's a jackknife. That's a jackknife. You're absolutely oh. right. All this uh, fingering and daggering and jackknifing. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It's going to make me real hot and steamy. Yeah. You know what the biggest cause of um, penis injuries is? In the what? U.S. emergency rooms from 2002 to 2010? Jamaicans. Bicycles. <laughs> Bicycles, really? Bicycles, yeah. How people, specifically? People falling off. Their oh. seats and whacking their penis and getting on the, on the crossbar of a yeah. mountain bike or a bicycle. Yeah, that's why my dick's real tough. It gets a lot of abuse, does it? Yeah. It's like a Coke can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. All right, Dick. Anything else? Because it's five cents to recycle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's got, worth five cents. It's got a fizzy treat inside. All right, Dick. Uh, my my because the mouth has been steadily growing since the seventies. Because <laughs> it's the better in Mexico. Can. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dick. Because it comes in a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> You're being kind of hard on him. Oh, <laughs> All right. Oh man, we could do a whole episode of just dick puns. Uh, Probably co- Mozart, co- good too. What's your problems? My problems this week were Utah and loud talkers. My problems were Mars One and penis injuries. Yeah, I got a hand to you, Dick. Uh, that uh, sounds like a real scam. Don't forget to vote on these problems, guys. Thanks for listening. Hello, Madoc. Hello, Dick Masterson. <laughs> this is Professor Stephen Hawking. Oh, cool. Oh, Why don't those bitches throw a pity whore party for my sorry ass? <laughs> a pity is whore? Is too good to spin records for me? By the way, nobody flips a bitch better than my samurai ass in a wheelchair. <laughs> yes, Dick. If I had Obamacare, I would not be stuck with this shit Yankee accent. Oh. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> I would I would think Stephen Hawking would be a little bit more economical with his words because it's so hard for him to type them. <laughs> I know. I, I think that was uh, that, that sounded like just like Stephen Hawking. That was you know, accurate. It almost sounded like someone recorded themselves and then put it through a synthesizer or something, right? It did. Yeah, it was weird. Hey, this is Matt from Utah. I'm calling about Dick's problem from the recent live episode, mm. Kid Prisons. Yeah. You were, how should I put this, the big R word, mm. wrong. <laughs> and in, in case I haven't... Ah, oh, didn't work out. <laughs> oh, you're so happy that he screwed up, aren't you? You're so yeah. happy. You're gloating. Yeah. You're so happy. <laughs> There's a surprisingly small amount of fuck-ups on the voicemail. Dick, Maddox, I, I got to start off by saying that I hate agreeing with Maddox when he brings in his bullshit problems like dogs. But dogs are the biggest problem in the universe. Yeah. And I need to tell you why. I started seeing this cougar from work. Super hot. She plays Ooh. video games. Awesome. Uh, Great relationship. No commitment. It's video it's games. Pretty hot. On Monday, she got this dog. And the dog's a couple months old, uh-huh. and it's going to be huge. So here's why going. dogs are the biggest problem. And, and Dick, I think you're going to really be on board with this when you hear where this goes, because this dog has now added a whole new element of commitment to this relationship. Yep. Oh, because right. now, in order to keep seeing her, I'm going to have to make friends with this dog. I'm going to have to work for this dog, take it on walks, pick up its shit. Dogs are the biggest problem in the universe. Go vote it up, people. Yeah. <laughs> she tricked him. Yeah. That's, a, that's like a half a baby. Yeah, man. Dogs. Dogs are the biggest problem in the universe. Go vote it up. It's my new... You know what? Dogs are the new monkeys. That's a great trick, though, because now if that guy wants to dump that girl, he's also got to dump the dog. She's making it harder for him to split. Are you fucking kidding me? Dumping the dog's the best thing ever. I'll dump a dog any day of the week. So it wouldn't work on you. No way. I would fucking... I would dump a dog before I dumped the, the chick. I'd, I'd break up with the dog, and then I'd break up with the chick. <laughs> oh. Like, uh, I, I send Rover in here. I gotta talk to him. Sounds like something American Psycho would do. Yeah. What, dump a dog? He, yeah, he in the book, he kills his girlfriend's dog. Why? He's <laughs> a killer. Do you know what's even better than being sapiosexual? 
being pansexual. Oh, when man. people ask me what a pansexual is, yep. I tell them that bisexuals are only attracted to men and women. That means they subscribe to the narrow-minded view of the gender binary. <laughs> Conversely, as a pansexual, I feel equal attraction to people of all gender identities. Yep. Because men and women don't exist. Everyone's gender falls along a spectrum. Yeah, it's a social, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know he was kidding until the very end. Yeah, it's, it's a social construct. That's the argument, is that gender is a social construct, right, guys? There's no biological difference between a man and a woman, except that there fucking is, and there's mountains of evidence to support that theory. However, it's just a social construct because it supports these bullshit-ass arguments. And that pansexual thing, man, they, they talk and sound exactly like that guy, as smug as that guy. And I'm sure that guy was satire, that uh, vo the voicemail was satire, but that's exactly what they sound like. Good to know. Hi, this is Christian from Upstate New York. Just wanted to say, if you don't think left turns the biggest problem in the fucking universe, you can fucking kill yourself right now. They're stupid, fucking annoying. They're really fucking annoying anywhere you go. Fucking roundabouts are beautiful. I lived in here for two years. It's my dick rock hard. Dick, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself with a cheese grater strapped to a fucking four buffer. Yeah. That guy's going around circles and circles and roundabout with an erection. Rock hard. Cool. What a, what Be a careful, hero. man. Yeah. The uh, the three letter word roundabout. <laughs> no, it's three words. Three words. Three little words for you. Yeah, yeah. three words. Roundabout. roundabout. Yeah, you meant three syllables, didn't you? No, I meant it as a joke. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You're fucking backtracking. Maddox, go listen to it. Yeah, go I listen, did. listen to it. It's obviously a setup with timing, <laughs> making it a joke. You think I think bout is a word? I think. I mean, it is a word. <laughs> Te technically, it is a word, it is but a it's, word. I know roundabout. <laughs> that was also a joke. Okay. <laughs>